Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Alex and Koku podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> my name is Koku Asamoah. <laughs> yes, sir. You gonna introduce yourself? Oh, I thought you were like yeah, teaming up or something. Oh, my, my bad. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, so you already know. Put your tens up. It's your boy, um, Alex Lewis Ten. He he. Right now, I'm not even going to let him introduce himself because you guys don't deserve to hear his velvet tones. This man's smoother than a a side of macaroni and cheese straight out the pot. Oh, oh my god! But Alex, you can go if you want to. You can introduce yourself. I actually just did that so I could hear you say nice things about me. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, it's your boy. It's 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 that it's that young man, Alex Alex Lewis. I like that coming at you live from uh, the guest room. Whoa! And uh, happy to be here. Is, is this a new podcast um, today? Is this a new setup from the guest room? Nah. Oh, okay. Damn. Just just felt like it was noteworthy. Okay. No. Okay. All right. I mean, they're not going to be able to see it, but it, it's good that you mentioned it. Yo, just imagine like it's 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 like a Kim K private island in here, like that level of luxury. Strange analogy, but okay. Uh, but today we have a very special guest, um, a friend I met, a friend I met in college. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? Woohoo! I was waiting to talk. I was like, when do I go? Um, hey guys, my name is Lene. Um, I run a anime inspired YouTube channel called The Anime Nay. That's me, The Anime Nay. I'm also a yoga teacher and just lover of comedy, connection, and life. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Lene's also, a- side oh. note. Um, Alex, you do have such a smooth voice. Like, it is very, like, relaxing. Yo, hype oh him gosh. up, please. Wait. Yo. That was, yo, no, 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 no. Look. Yo. Look. <laughs> no, seriously, I was listening. I was listening to you guys' podcast. And, I mean, you know, I'm a yoga teacher, so I take yoga classes. So I just noticed people's voice. And I was like, wow, he has a very, like, relaxing voice. He would be a good yoga teacher. Yo, Shavasana. They don't want me. Oh. Oh, he's spitting. That sounded right. That sounded correct. I've taken my fair share of yoga classes. Oh, snap, really? Oh, that's great. He's flexible. Yo, not really, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm out here. Um, Quick backstory. Um, Met Lene about four or five years ago. Um, Yeah, I would say like four years ago. Yeah, I think it was at a um, Friendsgiving party. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't Corona time, so we we're all laughing, having fun. And at the time, I didn't uh, know them. What a time. Such a good time. Can you believe that? Like, when you think back, mm. it's like, wow, we were really out here just enjoying. We were out here, like, breathing on each other. <laughs> Doing neck anything. Neck. Doing People anything. People were just making out in corners. True. You know, <laughs> making out in corners anymore. True. That's, I mean, that's what that, we need to bring back. Yeah, long gone. 
I wonder if that's going to still happen. <laughs> that's sad. Damn. But Kuku, I have a story about our friendship. Oh, whoa. Go ahead. I hey, do. tell a story. I'm excited. Okay. I, oh, I tell this story so much because people are always asking me, but do you remember when you took me to get my hair cut? Yes. Yo. <laughs> Koku, that was huge. Oh, so guess that's that's when you did your big chop. Yeah. So I cut my hair. So I had really, really long hair, and then I cut it, but I cut it in phases. First, I cut it to like a short fro, and then I was like, no, I really want to cut it more. Like, I really want to cut it more. And Koku was like, well, you should go to my barbershop. There's a – oh, and I told you I wanted a woman to cut my hair. Mm -hmm. And you were like, there's a woman in my (laughs) barbershop. Went to your virus shop and this lady literally cut all of my hair off. I wanted to cry. <laughs> and I was looking at Koku. Like, I was trying not to look at you because I didn't really want to see where your reaction was to see, like, what my haircut really looked like. But when we left, I got in your car and I was like, Koku, <laughs> my hair looks so bad. And I literally almost started bawling. Like, I was trying to hold it together. Oh, and you were no. like, Lene. Like, you looked at me so bluntly and were like, Lene. You look fine. It's okay. And I was like, no, I look like a boy. <laughs> and you were like, Lena, you do not look like a boy. It's fine. And like your face was so like, it's okay. <laughs> and yeah, I will never forget that because you going with me, I was like, all right, okay, this will be fine. This will be fine. And you, I feel like you would tell me the truth. If it oh, looks yeah. bad, you would have been like, this looks bad. For sure. Well, yeah. I, I remember that. First, yeah. shout out to Evolver um, Barbershop, East Long Street. If you ever need a cut, go there. Okay. I remember that day really okay. specific because I remember I swooped you from your apartment because mm-hmm. I think I, I think I was getting a haircut that same yeah because I was going to get a haircut yeah. that same day, I think it was like on a yeah. Thursday, and I was like oh yeah just come with me there's a lady there, and I remember, you remember this perfectly yeah because I remember the the photo you showed me like the examples you had they had the yes. same example on the um, they had the same freaking photo <laughs> on the wall on the wall oh my on, God. on the tv screen was it like the grid of like all the different haircuts uh, like, i wish yeah, like, <laughs> that's a classic no. barbershop thing the yeah best. it was like they the had best. like screenshots like uh, um like a screensaver of mm-hmm. haircuts going past and i was like oh shoot okay. that's I, my haircut uh, i remember that's it so funny i was getting my haircut <laughs> And I look at you sitting down. I can tell you're nervous. I'm, I'm just, so nervous. I don't try to smile, like give it thumbs up, like, yep, it's almost your turn. <laughs> and and I didn't even know how to like how barbershops work. Like I was like, do I just go up to her? Is there a sign in? <laughs> like is there, is there a code word? Yeah, I was like, do I just give her a look? Like, is it me? <laughs> you like my turn? Like, how does yeah, it work? I, I still don't know how barbershops work. It's hard to navigate it. Like, I walk in and I'm just like, Ex- excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally take me. A seat. <laughs> literally me. Oh, when they say, oh, who you, who you here for? I, I am, I'm a new customer. Uh, <laughs> anyone? <laughs> I'm here right, for so me. Yeah, who cuts hair the best? <laughs> yeah, how do, you, how do you find out at that moment? Like, who has the best right. reviews on Yelp? Right. <laughs> Who's but your I'll, top barber? <laughs> let me know. I'll fight it out. <laughs> but before we get deeper into the conversations, before we start, we like to talk about what we've been listening through throughout the week. So, Alex, Lene, what's been spinning throughout the week? Wow. Um, I can start. 
So uh, I've been bumping that new Black Star Kids album, Whatever Man. Uh, that project's really tight. It's just like these three young Black people making <laughs> really cool music. And it just it's super joyful, which okay. is tough to come by right now. Um, and then there's this Gene Dawson project, which I hadn't heard of Gene Dawson before. Uh, but there's this Gene Dawson project. It's like a little bit kind of like rock, hip hop B, but uh, there's a ASAP Rocky feature on there on uh, the second track called Triple Double, which is really great. Um, and then other than that, like at the time we're recording this, it's Frank Ocean's birthday. So uh, actually been bumping a lot of Frank recently, uh, which is just always he's always in rotation at some point every day uh, every day that's it for me Lene. what you've been spinning um so for the past three days i've been listening to the same song in repeat in my car um it's called free by salt i want to say you pronounce it it's s-a-u-l-t salt okay i think um, but I found it on a Capricorn playlist on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Now it's almost Capricorn season. Just wait on it. But <laughs> it's such a good song. It's just like, it. it's just so good. You guys should listen to it. Um, but I mean, at all times, I'm listening to some Black woman artists. Gotta, gotta support the Black women, you know, whether it's Meg B., Mm. Uh, you're a whack. Look, 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 look. Um, Coco's about to look. Hold up. To, uh, <laughs> what? This is every episode. I feel like this happens. What? The things I would do for Megan the Stallion. Oh um, my! God. I would the travel. Bowls of cereal I would pour for that woman. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see her smile every day. Oh, oh my! Oh my! God. Oh my! God. She's I'm awesome. Sorry. She's amazing. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, but you mentioned Meg. Tierra Whack, great artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love them all. Um, what's her name? Raven Lene. I, I haven't mm. heard anything from her that's new, but her music is just so good. I listen to it often. And like I said, yeah, like she's dope. She is, she really is. And I am always trying to find new music to play during my like yoga classes and stuff. And she has such such good, like vibey, like funky music. Um so yeah, I've also low key been listening to Baby Keem. Y'all be listening to Baby Keem? He's fire. No, he's he's different to me. Like uh-huh. his voice itself is interesting. Like it's kind of pulling me in. But mm-hmm. it, he's that's, cool. That's Kendrick's cousin. Really? Yeah. I supp- supposedly. Kendrick I'm not sure Lamar? if that's confirmed. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I think they're. I'm pretty sure they're. No, Kendrick Jamison. He's, Yo, he lives down the street. You listen, fact check this man. You might have to fact check yeah, me, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Baby Keem and Kendrick are related. I could be wrong. Well, Kendrick, I literally have a Kendrick Lamar poster on top of my bed, like over my bed. So, Kendrick, if he's his cousin, I gotta, you know, put his <laughs> rotation a little bit more. Put that in. Shout out, Baby Keem and Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been listening to a new Griselda artist. Um, her Ooh. name is Armani Caesar. She dropped the album called The Liz. That's pretty dope. There's a lot of okay, a lot of boom bap beats, a lot of trap beats. Um, you got Betty the Butcher, Conway, and Westside Gun on it. Oof. And Oof. then she she does her thing on it, like she kills it. 
that um I came across. Yo, she should do a she should do a collab with Olive Garden, like Armani Caesar salad. Stop it! Stop that it! Would go, bro. It would go. Hey, imagine them playing that in the lobby of Olive Garden. <laughs> just yo, middle aged white woman listening to that. Just passing out breadsticks to everyone. Oh, <laughs> boo 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 boo. Um, <laughs> Griselda, Griselda, <laughs> <laughs> and Shay Nior. She's another like Buffalo artist, but she dropped the album too. And this one has like I think it had Black Dot on it, which was super dope because Black Dot's like one of my favorite MCs. Um, but she's a dope spitter too. Just boom bat beats, killing it. Then I think last thing I've been listening to, uh, Saba. I love Saba. I was listening to Ooh, some of his. Nice. Some of his yes. singles that you release after Care, Care For Me, which was a great album. One of my favorite albums of 2018. Yeah. Fantastic. So, Lene, big fan of anime, correct? You have your own anime channel, dedicated YouTube channel. Absolutely. Absolutely. For someone getting into anime, how would you, how would you, how would you introduce them? Because... I think my first like fourteen to anime was um, Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. Um, then from there, I kind of like got familiar with it. Then I don't know. I think when I got into college, for some reason, I was like, oh, I got on an anime kick. I was like, oh, I'm gonna start watching so much of it. And I remember just watching like Fairy Tale and um, mm-hmm. Hunter Hunter and and what else was I watching? I think I started watching uh, what's that? Zatch Bell. Another weird mm. show, super dope. Um, and um, how would you, how would you get uh, anime newcomer to anime? How would you bring them into the world? Okay, so haha, I'm glad you asked. Um, there's actually a whole Ooh. video on my channel dedicated to exactly that. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I mean, there there are a few animes that are like really good for newcomers to me. I think animes that a are good in both english and japanese because most people that are starting don't want to watch the japanese and read the subtitles they just don't so something that's good in both um something with good animation that's not too gory not too many fight scenes um and something that's kind of funny like if you can find something that's funny and kind of relates to the real world that's always good so for me and you know this might be a cop-out answer because everyone watches it but naruto is definitely one of the top anime to me for you to start with and mm-hmm. avatar um mm-hmm. i know a lot of people have seen avatar some people will say it's not anime but i mean i count it as anime 100 percent. it's definitely one of the best shows period i've ever seen um so i was i would always recommend those two for newcomers but like I like, if it's a conversation, like if someone's talking to me personally, I always kind of ask them like what they're actually into. Um, Because you know, anime is so broad. Like anime, Mm. there's horror, there's comedy, there's like real life stuff. Sports Um, animes. Exactly, there's sports and there's anime about like everything. So there's even a science anime. Have y'all heard of Dr. Stone? Y'all seen Dr. Stone? I I haven't seen it yet, no. So it's, yeah, it's literally all about science. Like, so you made it I, sound like you're the writer for Dr. Stone. Are you? Like, <laughs> I know. I'm about to blow writer? Dr. Stone. Yeah, Dr. You, Stone ain't cutting me. No checks. I'm talking about Dr. <laughs> Dr. Stone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's really just what you're into for real. Like spirituality. Um, yeah, like the sports anime. That's crazy to me. I just started watching some of them. I'm like, 
mm-hmm. this is crazy. But yeah, I, I genuinely think there is something for everyone. You just have to like dig deep into the world and just see what you're actually into. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. And have, have you watched? Seen, uh, have y'all seen what is it? Neo Yokio. Yeah. Oh <laughs> with, with Jaden and shout out Bodega Boys. Yeah, Dean Samaro on there. Ezra Koenig made it. Yeah. See, I don't know because talk I don't have talk. positive thoughts about it. I don't have positive thoughts. <laughs> now, I knew it was that. That's why I wanted to bring it up. I was like, <laughs> like let, me, let, me, let me gauge the temperature. <laughs> I, you know, I think it's it's super cool and Jaden's, you know, cool guy, like love the idea, but the execution was not great to me. It was just, it was not great. It was lacking. It was great. Like for the first episode, it's definitely fun. Definitely different. Yeah. But some of the totally. things kind of fell short. Yeah. Totally. Did, you, did you, do you watch um, some anime or any at all, Alex? No. Okay. Not at all. Does okay. Boondocks count? I would count it. You know, Boondocks is heavily anime influenced. And the yeah. one of the creators of Boondocks is like an anime head and he w- does anime. So, you know, I, 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 I would it say it's in there. And I'm yeah, happy you brought that up. I would up. say that's like my, I would say that's like my intro, but okay. I haven't like gone further beyond that point. Yeah. I'm really happy you brought that up because um, Boondocks was inspired by, of course, a bunch of different animes. Um, from the style, from the fight scenes, from like the way they talk. But a big inspiration was this anime called Samurai Champloo, mm-hmm. which is a great anime, which has a lot of hip hop influences. Cause like um, the um, the person who did the soundtrack was some Nusha Bees and he made some of the dopest, like he was like the the East Asian Jay Dilla. Like this man mm. was killer, like raw, sick. That's so tight. raw. That's so tight. So ill. And like a lot of even artists, to this day, I think um, there's this, who's this artist from Chicago? I think his name's like Sabibi. He made that sound like the slaughter gang shit. Murder gang shit. Oh, really? Pull up okay. with a stick. Let it hit. <laughs> yeah. Um, he like, he references hey, him all the time. Anthem. Yeah. Mm. Is he from Chicago? I don't know. Oh, I, I could be wrong. Chicago, so. <laughs> oh, look, Ooh, let, me, let me fact check real quick. No. Yeah, fact check no. that. I don't want to protect, protect your neck, bro. Oh, because I don't want to pull, I don't want to see like a fake, uh, where's he from? Fuck it. I don't know. Um, but he um, <laughs> definitely. From like Bismarck. <laughs> He's from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was um, referencing not a lot. Oh, yeah. He's from Chicago. Damn. All right. We good. We good. Uh, he referenced Nujave's reference anime a lot. Um, of course, Megan referenced anime a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, big anime head. Um, even if you go back to like the 90s hip hop, we got Wu-Tang mentioning a lot of mm-hmm. um, East Asian movies and anime. Um, and I really like the how- Is Doja Cat in the anime? Is she? I don't know. I can see it though. I can see her being into anime, but I'm honestly not sure. But you know, I feel like once Megan came like came out as a true anime head, I felt like that kind of opened the doors for more people to do so. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Doja would have been like, yo, I love anime if she really was into it. So I feel like she probably isn't. But yeah, for real, Megan really did. She really did something with that one. She really did. Tina Todoroki. Mm. So dope. I love seeing that like in the mainstream of our like 
and she doesn't use it as a gimmick. Like you could tell she actually like mm-hmm. likes it a lot, which is cool yeah. seeing That's anime tight. gain. She was on like the um she was on I want to say her and Crunchyroll, like one of the guys who um, is one of the reporters for Crunchyroll, they were on live together mm. and they were talking about anime. And I was like, dang, she knows what she's talking about for real. <laughs> like, you know, like That's they tough. were, they were going like show to show. I was okay, Megan, you does this. Oh. But it's like, when do you have time True. to watch anything? Like but, hundreds of episodes while performing. Yeah. And, I'm right. Like, right. But I'm glad you brought out Samurai Shampoo because that is also another anime that I think is great for people to start with. Like, it's like a hard, like, to me, it's like legit, legit. It's about samurais in Japan, super old school. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, it's so heavily influenced by hip hop. And even like, like the soundtrack, the new jobbies, oof, mm-hmm. raw. But I feel like even like in the animation style and like the transitions and stuff, it just feels very like cool and urban. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's definitely raw. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. The um, Western influence of anime has um, mm-hmm. a while back. I saw this article or this video, but I was talking about how um, Riza from the Wu-Tang was saying how the, the black man's plight, is synonymous with the Saiyans from um, Dragon Ball Z, which it kind of makes sense. It, it kind of falls short because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some things that, you know, don't apply to us, but you got a group of people who were taken from their planet or had their planet destroyed by this um, this race of, not race, just one singular um, tyrant who called them monkeys and destroyed their planet, brought them to different places, and um, they kind of lost. They don't know where they're from anymore, which is kind of interesting. I wonder if that's, mm-hmm. if that's like, um, there were intentions. But then at the same time, you see some black characters in anime who have, like, very, um, <laughs> not a, <laughs> features that aren't, <laughs> Features that are, are super exaggerated, like super dark skin mm-hmm. and the big lips and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting seeing. Yeah, like super stereotypical. Exactly. It's super interesting seeing those stuff in anime. Yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough world because you know, in one hand, it's like anime is a Japanese art form, so having to understand that that's the lens that these creators are coming from. But on the other hand, it's like, dang, but that's mad racist, though. Like, mm-hmm. they, I was just watching this thing. Um, there's a new anime, The Promised Neverland. And one of the characters is like a black maid. And she's so, it's so much so like the mammy, like stereotypical mm-hmm. thing. Like, it is all of that. And I mean, great anime. Love the anime. And even, I really like her character. But it's just like, dang, did y'all really have to do that? Like, either, <laughs> either, <laughs> either black characters are like, super stereotypically black or they're like very much so like whitewashed you know Mm -hmm. like super duper like like are they black like they're supposed to be black but you're like yeah are they though the eye like yeah so it's rough so i just try to remember that you know this this is this art form isn't necessarily it wasn't created with me in mind you know Mm -hmm. um yeah so it can be tough. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. 
it's very tough. But I think the creators do that. Okay, not that, but the whole saying thing, like how people are saying that like sayings um remind them of like, you know, black plight and stuff like that. I find that in a lot of anime. Like mm-hmm. I I think it's definitely done on purpose for sure. Um absolutely. It's easier to digest because you're seeing it done to fictional characters. Yeah. But I'm like, you can really learn something from anime for real. Like mm. One Piece, I don't know if you've ever seen One Piece Koku, but there's this whole group of people and a whole like story arc in One Piece about these people called the Fishmen. And it's a similar thing. Um, they're oppressed. You know, the rest of the world looks at them as like lesser beings. They're They're trying to like rise up and gain recognition in the world. And it's so bad where it's like, if a normal person and a fishman, if a normal person's hurt and the only person that can save them is a fishman, like let's say they needed like a blood transfer, then they couldn't do it because like normal people will not like mm. take fishman blood. And I was like, dang. <laughs> that kind of hurts. <laughs> like, ooh. I, I was watching like, dang, not the fishman. And I was like, well, hey, this is not real. This is not, but it feels real. Cause I was like, dang, like, I feel like that's how some people are with black people, but yeah. I mean that is how some people are. Yeah, with black people. right, right. Yeah, right. What was y'all's like intro to anime? Naruto. Mine was Naruto. Like you said, like tsunami. Growing like I have older brothers, so growing up, all they watched were tsunami. Well, you know what? I take that back. I guess my intro <gasps> would be Dragon Ball. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I had Dragon Ball on the mind because I was like, I feel like that was probably yeah. the first anime that I saw. Yeah. Yeah. Can we bring that back? I don't. Honestly, I don't even know if Toonami is still on. But like, do they show Dragon Ball? They have. They need to because that was a. And even even back then, I wasn't really that much into it. But Dragon Ball was like, like if you weren't like practicing your Kamehameha wave, right? right, right. You were cool. Like a cultural re cultural reset. Exactly. No, seriously, it was like Pokemon, Dragon mm. Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh. I feel like those were the things. Like everyone was on that. I mean, maybe there's a thing now, and I just don't know. Yeah, I was mad into Pokemon. Okay, yeah, sure. and that's definitely yeah. anime. That's like one of the first animes that made yeah. it across across yeah. the pond. Right, um, Digimon too. Digimon. Yeah, Digimon was fire. I used to draw Digimon characters Ooh, all the time. Okay, yeah. Agumon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pokemon, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. yeah. Did, you get, did you guys ever play the um before I get back to the question, did you guys ever play Yu-Gi-Oh the card game? Yeah, like in, I tried in real life? to. Mm-hmm. I tr- I tried. I tried. It was not for me. It was of course. not for me. I no one had no I idea had, like, how the, to play it. I had the Game Boy game. Oh. I think it was. Yeah, oh, I had like a game. I think it was a Game Boy game. Yeah, and you could like play. You'd like play cards essentially on the game. There was also like a Pokemon like card game for the Game Boy, which I played a lot too. <laughs> so you didn't play the actual Pokemon game. You played the nah, Pokemon card game. Just played the digital versions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Man, you were elite. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was out here. get some cards. Um, I remember I was playing it one time. My cousin Josh, back in Maryland, and we would play all the time. But we had to hide it for our parents because they were super Christian. And I remember one day my mom found it. She was like, this is the devil. And she threw them all away. Man. Bro, she threw your blue-eyed white dragon away? Blue-eyed white dragon. I had like two pieces of Exodia all the way. Damn. Damn. Down the trash. 
And there was like jollof rice next to it, so I couldn't like wipe it off. It was, <laughs> it was messy. Man. Christian parents be on that. No, they be on that. I have yet real? to see Harry Potter. Still have Stop. never seen Harry Potter. Stop this. Still. I've never okay. seen Oh, uh, I remember. So the high school I went to was like small, like private Christian school, like mm-hmm. mostly white. Uh, and I think it was my senior year. It was like my junior or senior year of high school. Uh, the like last Harry Potter movies were coming out. And there were a group of us that were like, I, I, or I had a group of friends that were really into Harry Potter. They got me into it, like got me reading all the books mm-hmm. and getting excited about the movie. Cause it was like, read all the books before the movie. So you're caught up and stuff. So did all that. But I remember like our school was like, Hella against it and was like harry potter is like demonic da 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 like witchcraft all this so we would just like because we're rebellious teenagers (laughs) would just like run around like campus like casting spells and stuff like that uh but yeah i forgot like i I know people like couldn't watch harry potter like Mm -hmm. uh couldn't you know there's some like different movies and stuff but they they were trying to they were trying to push out pokemon in my church because they said it, pro- it promotes evolution like the the concept oh of yeah i remember they were they're this close to like I, I, some parents like all right that's a little too far they can have this but harry Potter for <laughs> sure a treat you got some pokemon <laughs> yeah, yeah this is it where is the imagination i know Jeez. it's not and the thing is a lot of um there's a lot of african movies like nigerian movies Ghanaian movies and they all have witchcraft and they love it. Like every, no, for every, real. every, every African movie is basically Harry Potter and they eat it up, <laughs> but we can't watch American Harry Potter's silliness. It's twisted. It's so twisted. Literally. I was, a, mm, I was probably like eight and I went to a sleepover and <laughs> the very last thing they wanted to do was watch one of the Harry Potter's. And I was terrified because my grandparents have been like this is the devil do not watch this and so when they turned it on i was like y'all i gotta go to sleep like y'all gonna have to miss me with this one i swear i'm, I'm out i literally they were like come on Lene. and i was like no I, I was either seven or eight i was literally so scared i just i literally forced myself to go to sleep oh my god that is hilarious i feel like that situation like like kids like smoke cigarette or smoke like marijuana for the first time it's like oh i don't know like but this is Harry Potter. Harry Potter. It's like, oh no. Yo, yeah. Oh, it's God. literally just Harry Potter. Like. Yo, Quidditch, man. Hell is satanic. <laughs> <laughs> so messed up. Oh my gosh. And that was that, that was that's wild. <laughs> um, but to go back to the question, I think my first introduction, Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, um, Digimon. But I don't, I don't think I really got into it until, like I said, college. But now that I think of it, when I was 10 years old on Toonami, of course, there was, a, there was a week where they showed a bunch of Hayao Miyazaki movies. This was like in mm. 2000, I'm going to say 2010, no, 2007 or eight. I was around 10 years old and they showed it and... I remember watching Spirited Away for the first time. And that movie blew my mind. I was I was so enamored by it because it looked beautiful. The 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 movie was great. There were so many things going on. I was like, wow, this is 
absolutely amazing. It's the best thing I ever seen. And um, I kind of like held that feeling in for till now. Like I got a I got a Chihiro tattoo. Like it's amazing. Ooh. I love it. I love That's it. Tight. Yeah. Okay. Tat it up. Yeah, gang, gang, gang. <laughs> ripping my block. I'm ripping my block. I rip mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. No, uh, Miyazaki is amazing for sure. Mm-hmm. He is that nigga. I mean, he's not a nigga, but you know. Right. He, he could be that nigga. If I, if Izaki came in, we are in the same room, and he was like, my nigga, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be. Oh, <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Don't cancel me. Don't cancel me. Don't cancel me. I'll be like, oh, hold on. Yo, this man's an apologist. <laughs> no, chill out. Chill out. No, I always see. No, okay. Actually, no, this makes me mad. Alex gets praised every episode for everything, but somehow I get thrown under the bus every single episode. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, Yo, man. It's going to be all right. One day it's just going to be the Alex podcast. Watch. Dude, you're a really <laughs> nice guy. <laughs> man. I just don't want to be canceled. Koku, you are you you are nice. If no. someone ever cancels you, I would be like, "What?" I would have to do something. Right, things. I would fight somebody for you. They try to cancel. What if it was worthy? What if it was worth canceling? Then I would be like, "Oh damn!" Nah. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I he did that. Right, I'm gonna be like, I, can't I only protect known him. him for a couple years. I don't they're know. Const- they're yo. There are consequences hey, for bad decisions. I don't know. Hey, look, I could I could cut up what you guys said this episode and make it sound like you'll support me. So <laughs> it's set in stone. It's set in stone. <laughs> oh my god. Have you guys submitted your ballots? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have not. Yes. I'm actually going Friday. That Ooh. might be a mistake. It might be really long, but it's a decision I made, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> you voting in person? I'm voting in person. Mm. Did you not want to use a ballot? You want to? I don't know. I was seeing too much online about ballots not being right. It was just too much. It was giving mm. me a little bit too much anxiety. So I said, you know, I'm gonna just walk in there. I'll be masked up, sanitized up, and just do what I gotta do. You know? How how are the lines looking in um, Chicago right now? Are they pretty pretty large? It depends. Like some places it's been pretty quick for people. And then some people have been like, I've been in line for two hours. And that's just what I can't do. If I, I, I can't lie. If I get to the line <laughs> and it's a two hour line, I can't do it. I'll have to come back. But yeah, it is it, it's varied though. I don't understand why the lines are so long. Like if you can vote every single day, or is voting closed on Saturdays and Sundays? Uh... I think they have like I, th- I think the hours are just depending on the the polling station, mm-hmm. but I think hours are a little bit limited. But I mean, a lot of it's like, I mean, broad, but like voter suppression of like, yeah, you know, a lot of folks not being able to have the opportunities, like limiting polling sites, like limiting yeah. spaces where people can go. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so we end up with like all these long lines, and then like it gets celebrated of like, oh my gosh, look at the turnout. Like all these lines are super long. And it's like, well, actually it doesn't have to be this way. Yeah. <laughs> like this could be a whole lot smoother of a process. It could be easier. Yeah. You have a whole state are. voting at one ballot. Like that should right. be 
right. shouldn't be it at all. Um, I I think earlier in the week, Alex was sending me texts or different group chats texts about people who rappers who are supporting Trump. Oh God! Um, I think Little Pump was one of them. <laughs> Little Pump. Um, I think you might have talked about it last week, but Fifty Cent was one of them. Yeah. Is that uh, for real? Yeah. yeah. For real. It's for real. For real. I don't know why and they they cite like Trump's like tax policy, which is essentially Lord like yo the rich people are gonna pay lower taxes, uh, so. <laughs> they're like, yo, it helps us. Yeah, you, you know how it's not gonna help like me. <laughs> yeah, do you know how much like of a like a backslap that is to like your fans? It's like, Literally. oh, I don't, ca- I don't care about what y'all going through. If I'm getting, well, I mean, I guess that's hip hop in general because they talk about money and everything they have. But I'm gonna need super rich people to stop acting like they're not super rich. Like, yo. does it really matter if you pay a little bit more in taxes? You rich. Mm-hmm. You are rich. <laughs> like, it's not gonna please. affect your way of life. Right. Like you'll be fine. Please. Come on. Yo, I, I alluded to it at the top of the episode, but did y'all see the Kim Kardashian tweets yesterday? No. Well. No. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so her 40th birthday was last week, I think. And so she sends out this like series of tweets and the first one is like 40 and feeling so humbled and blessed. There's not a single day that I take for granted, especially during these times when we are all reminded of the things that truly matter. So, you know, okay, that's fine. Get it. And then we get into, uh, you know, we keep going down the line. She's like, for my birthday this year, I couldn't think of a better way to spend it than with some of the people who have helped shape me into the woman I am today. So we keep going, um, and where do we go? Let's see. My thread is messing up. <laughs> um, but it ultimately, like, it gets to the point where it's like, uh, before COVID, like, I don't think any of us truly appreciated what a simple luxury it was to be able to travel and be together with family and friends in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. And then the tweet that kind of, like, blew up and really sent people in a world was this one where she was like, after two weeks of multiple health screens and asking everyone to quarantine, I surprised my closest inner circle with a trip to a private island where we could pretend things were normal just for a brief moment in time. Wow. And in the pictures, so she has like pictures with the tweets and you can see like, uh, you know, her, her family and stuff like on this like nice beach, they're all dressed up. And then they're at like this dinner that's like really like set up well. But then in the back, you see like the service person who's like wearing a mask. Mm. Like nobody else is like rocking a mask and stuff like that. Uh, But people are like, yo, Kim's out here like, sorry, y'all are poor. (laughs) (laughs) No, literally. It's like, yo, I'm the, by nature of, the social media work that I do, like I keep up with celebrities and like, you know, I'm, I'm all about the, the hot goss, but we got to <laughs> abolish these celebrities, man. Oh, <laughs> like they got to go. They got to go. The, the, the luxury to have money to go to a private Island with all your friends, just cause you're tired of COVID. It's like, you know what? I don't like it here. I'm just going to go kick it crazy right Man. and the fact that she like okay do that but then don't tweet and talk about 
<laughs> I'm so happy to get back to normal. Like, please. Right. Like, this shit's not relatable. It's not, not relatable. Like, there are hella people dying, like, hella people sick without jobs, all this stuff. And it's like, people can't leave their I homes. just went to a private island. Like, uh, oh, I'm, simple, I'm, simple. I'm life. looking at it right now. Oh Girls God. just want to have like, fun in the sun. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> people the started. Oh, God. <laughs> People started taking her tweet about the two-week quarantine thing mm-hmm. and, like, started doing their own versions of it with, like, mm-hmm. different pictures, <laughs> <laughs> which was super funny. Yeah. But, hey, yo, rich people are, for real, some of the corniest people. Wild. Wild. Out there. I mean, I feel like we talk about, uh, I feel like we talk about Kanye a lot. I'm like, mm-hmm. of course. bro, the, the, the delusion to be, like, hella rich to not have to kind of worry about things and like granted i don't like you may come from a like a situation where you weren't as well off or whatever but mm-hmm. like still you, you get to a certain point and it's like man like this isn't this isn't going to be the case for everyone like it's not like an easy like press a button and you can be rich yeah kind of thing. so when i hear like a lot of the like ditties and the you know killer mics and different people of the world be like yo just like make these businesses and get rich and like that's gonna help black mm-hmm. people and like free us i'm like uh that's i don't there's, there's not a that's <laughs> it's not how it works man it's oh, yeah. Yeah. Show me, where's the where's the research on that folks yeah. where the where are the stats where are the facts because this is not true and like, i wish it was that easy yeah did he did he should be passing out loans and stuff if he's like saying no, for or, real. like dame dash like i remember he had that thing it's like oh be your own businessman or, or woman or be your own like you're not a boss until you do this like yeah but in the meantime i gotta clock into this nine to five to <laughs> right, right, pay right. off my loans like, like i am a regular person over here okay so well but diddy went I, like, I don't know if y'all saw like a few weeks back like diddy went and he's he was like he tweeted out like i'm starting like my own political party like i forget what it's called like the the black party or something like that something stupid but it was like (laughs) uh, but he he was like i'm starting my own political party and it was like that's cool but also like you have organizers and activists on the ground in different places who like have researched like done the education on Mm. this stuff like this is their lives and so like you as a person of like immense privilege and you know having the wealth that you do like why not support those people in the work that they're already doing on the ground mm. instead of starting something new and so that was that was like another one of those kind of like celebrity moments of sort of like how disconnected are you from like the actual workings of things that are happening in communities to where it's just like let me snap my finger. We'll do a political party. Yeah. And like that's going to fix everything. He's going to, I bet he's going to do something like release Biggie as his running mate or something. He's going to do something like super disrespectful <laughs> where Mace is the secretary. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm out of here. Pastor Mace. <laughs> uh, I'm out of here. Well, then, listen, I hate to say it. Well, you know what? Is this going to cancel me? No, nah, it's not going to cancel me. <laughs> but <laughs> if we can. Listen, Trump has been president. We should have all been out of here. Diddy probably won't do any worse of a job than Trump, low-key, if he actually were to be president. But do I want that? Absolutely not. Yeah. I I saw someone tweeted. 
someone tweeted the other day, like, where do all the politicians go? And that's my question, too. Like, where are the people that actually do this? Mm -hmm. Like, why are there so many people all of a sudden like, hey, you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to try to, like, run the country. And that's insane. Right. I mean, I'm just kind of out here like, yo, I don't want to be ruled. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we just all be on, like, the same level and, like, mm-hmm. care for one another and, like, uh, you know, have the people who have, like, their specific, like, talents and gift sets, like, be in the places where we can be able to kind of, like, work together as a cooperative and uh, run a functioning society, which is, like, where we are now. Like, it's hard to imagine that that could be a possibility. Yeah. But I'm also, like, yo, there had like there has to be something beyond what we're currently into. Yeah, it's like man, y'all just like even if we plug, like even if we just copy and paste like functional people into some of these roles, it's like you still got yeah. systems that are set up to not like benefit Black, Brown, LGBTQ people. Absolutely. So I'm like, man. I mean, that's that sounds like the most beautiful utopian place, but people it's just not profitable in the way that mm-hmm. this world is set up if it's not profitable people just don't want right. it if it's right. if it's not profitable but it literally will lead to a better quality of life like people don't care about quality of life anymore it means nothing which mm-hmm. is real. so sickening that's real it's definitely yeah. definitely not. i mean i mean that's just a a, a product of a capitalism honestly mm-hmm. like it's right. the speed of getting things that make profit instead of having quality or quality of life it's it's unmatched it's unmatched we don't there's no right. balance to it profit over people all the wow, time people i just saw the tweet kim kardashian catches heat after sharing photos from birthday party on private island you know when is kim kardashian not catching heat though <laughs> true <laughs> no. i'm like man she's used to it at this point she what probably saw it? it and said ha 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 while she's in the air on her private spaceship private jet all of us peons and regular people are down here like darn you kim kardashian and she's like in her pj chilling (laughs) right i mean it's uh, it's crazy you think kim is voting for kanye Ooh, now that's a topic we need to discuss you think kim is voting for kanye Oh man. My first thought was yes. <sighs> and then I thought, but you know, she, no one's like, she, Kanye's not going to see her ballot. <laughs> <laughs> is, hold up. Is, is he on the ballot in California? Oh. Ooh. I don't know. Cause like the ballot in Ohio, it, it has um, Biden and Trump. But it has a write-in spot for mm. anybody else. Um, at least that's what it's it is for the um, absentee ballot. I so, think he's, he's listed as a vice president on the California ballots. Kanye West. Yeah. Wait, is he is he running for vice president? No, but in California specifically, he's running as. Uh, or they have him listed as vice president candidate. I don't know why, but I don't. 
I don't like this. We, we shouldn't have celebrities as presidential figures. Especially celebrities going through mental health, serious like ooh, let's let's um let's get some help for that first let's yeah. work on that before well it's it's crazy because in his uh he had a new campaign ad i think dropped today or like recently and in the campaign ad he was like you know like i feel like i'm being called by god to like run as leader of the free world and i was like uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> probably, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, just just going off of the going off of what I what I know, <laughs> reading my context clues. I just don't <laughs> think it's true. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's tough, man. Especially for someone like Kanye. Like Kanye, basically, like push this podcast into play from a conversation me and True. Alex had about our favorite Kanye songs. So it's hard to like see this. It's tough. Right. I'm like, yo, both things, both things can be true. <laughs> like <laughs> true, true, true. His, his contributions to like music, art, creativity can be like second to none. And like, he can be unqualified and problematic <laughs> in a presidential leadership candidacy role. <laughs> True. It's, do you know if he's in the ballot in Chicago? Like, how is he looking there? What's the consensus of Kanye oh, in Chicago? The, what's the vibe on the street? <laughs> don't even. Don't even. I, uh, you know, I hate to speak for all of Chicago, but let me speak for all of Chicago. <laughs> hey. Ain't nobody voting for that man. Oh. <laughs> yo, but, but Chance was like, yo. Chance was <laughs> tripping. <laughs> he was tripping. Chance be tripping sometimes. Hey, you know. Chance, chance to be tripping sometimes. Chance, his he whole album was tripping. He was tripping. <laughs> he was tripping. He got caught up. Uh, I, uh, hey, blame it on the 20s. He's in his 20s. It's okay. True. Oh, true. Goodness, it's true. We're all, we We're all learning. All We're exactly. all learning here. <laughs> Oh my god! I I love how I I think the funny thing about Chance is like when something goes on with Kanye politically, he always like tries to like put a little jab in there when he doesn't need to. It, I mean, it's nice that he adds his perspective, but it's always like, man, Chance, get out of here! Like we don't we don't <laughs> come on, like go home, Roger. Basically, it's like the, oh the same god. thing with Chance. It's like Chance, we're really heavily rocking with you right now. Please, <laughs> please. please. I just you. found a uh, I just found a Chance tweet from <laughs> 2012 where he said where he added Kanye West and said, "I ain't even really like graduation like that." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a great tweet. Funny. Come on, like that. Like <laughs> I kind of like it. On yeah. a good day. Right, so I wasn't really feeling it like that for real. Oh my gosh. Lene, in terms of uh in terms of Chicago artists being a being a resident, what are uh who are some of your favorite Chicago artists? Oh man. Okay, so one of my favorites, and I feel like he's so underrated and he's one of the most talented 
artists, rappers, just anything to me is Mick Jenkins. I love Mick Jenkins. His voice, everything. I'm like, oh, I love this man. I love him. (sighs) Um, He's definitely up there for me, for sure. Like I said, Raven Lene. I need to do some research because I don't know where she's been at. She was like 19 when she dropped most of her music. And since I've heard nothing, but she's so good. She is amazing. Um, yeah, she has a bunch of features that I didn't even realize. Really? Yeah. Like with Steve yeah, Lacey like on, and on No Names. She's on Smino's oh, project, Saba's project. Yeah. Damn. Okay. I'm going to have to look into that. But yeah, like Saba. Um, wow. Funny story. You guys know Jamila Wood? Is it wood or wood? Um, yeah. Jamila Woods? Yeah. She came to one of my yoga classes. And it's oh, insane. no way. Yeah, I have, I mean, one of my yoga playlists, one of her songs is on there. And I almost played it, but I looked extra hard. And I was like, is that her? I wanted to be like, do you have a podcast? <laughs> I, I was like, this woman came here. <laughs> Literally like, girl. Hello, hello. Hey, but like I was like, you know, she came here for some peace and quiet. Let me just relax on her. Um, but yeah, that was super cool. And that's so dope. So so dope. Um, if you don't mind me saying, like you've been like a couple Chicago artists, right? Um yeah, like so. Vic Mensa went to my high school. Also mm-hmm. fan of Vic Mensa. Um, oh, I've met Chance a couple times. Um, honestly, Chicago people are just cool as hell and people just kind of be around like mm. they really do just be around like you might be at a random bar and be like oh shit isn't that so so um so yeah it's pretty cool but i really am into i don't know because i mean they're kind of like they're up and coming kind of but it's called the juju exchange they're like this like jazz urban kind of band um nico Segal, who's in uh the social experiment with chance he just started a band, Juju Exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. They were on uh, Peter Cottontail's mm-hmm. album. Yeah. So they're really cool. Um, so, yeah, I I like to just listen to random stuff. But it just happens that Chicago people just, they know what they're doing. Yeah. They have like a spe- there's like a specific sound. It's just, It's hard to describe. But I do feel like I get connected to a lot of Chicago artists sound because Mm -hmm. it's the type of like it's like melodic it's uh you know there's a sense of soul to it that Mm -hmm. is just really easy to get connected to so i feel like by nature of sort of probably all of them influencing one another in some way like i get really into different music and artists from chicago that i hear because i'm like man y'all got such a such a yeah it's just something cool yeah. Let me ask y'all, who are y'all? So y'all are feeling me, Jenkins. Who else do you guys like from Chicago? I mean, no name. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Uh yeah. Shout out, shout out no name always. Um Chance I mean, Chance was my guy. Um <laughs> <laughs> I said it was. I know, um, you said was. <laughs> Chance nah, is in the next like, room with Lene crying. <laughs> I know, right? Just crying into the three hat. Um, <laughs> no, but when I heard, uh, I remember back in college, my friend introduced me to acid rap, and I was like, "Man, this is 
unlike anything I've heard before. Like I just fell super in love with Chance's music, started looking into kind of his upbringing and uh, saw that like he had started uh, making music and kind of just getting involved creatively at like his public library. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like recording there, doing performances there. And I just thought that whole, like, once I started learning, like, yo, people like No Name came up through there, uh, Vic Mensa, uh, Jamila Woods, um, that like all these different artists were coming up sort of in this like library creative arts program. I was like, man, that's such a cool, like, to have that in your community. Yeah. And, to have like mentors and people who are like there with you and like want to see you just express yourself. Like I always thought that was super dope. And when Chance started doing like the open mic, uh, like high school events and stuff, I was like, man, that's that's really dope. And just a cool way to be able to like give back to your community and like let them yeah. know like, yo, this could be you too. So um, yeah, I still still got a lot of respect admiration uh for chance and the way he came up um but then you mentioned jamila woods like i think she's incredible like her track uh her track sula based off the tony morrison book that she put out like a few months back it's such a such a beautiful track but uh yeah and then the i've been i've talked about on the podcast before but the new peter cotton sale album they released a few months back is Super tight. So good. Why didn't you... I think you've talked about it a lot before. Why didn't you mention R. Kelly, um, Alex? <laughs> Why are you trying to give me cancelled? Now, Koku. Koku. Yeah, you don't like how it feels now. You don't like how it feels. I'm joking. We do not... We do not endorse Yo. R. Kelly in any way. Right, I was going to say now. Hold on. Yo. <laughs> you were just talking oh about him. Oh, my God. Sexy. You called me yesterday talking had about the, how... <laughs> had the key in the ignition and I had to hit the brakes. Oh, on, my man. gosh. Oh, right. God. Alex was going in. He was like, you know what else? It's just... He, he was going in someone just so melodic and the key... I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like... Kirk was you like, had, this right. man, let's do R. Kelly. <laughs> hey, you oh. had to bring in R. Kelly. Damn. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, but for Damn. me, I love Mick Jenkins. Super dope. I think one of the, he has a, one of the best pens in the game right now. Like, super dope, like, alliteration, super dope wordplay. Um, I think I got introduced to him, introduced to him by my homie Jarrell, like, with the waters. I was like, ever since then, I've been listening to it because it's super cold. Like all so of his good. stuff is like super deep, super poetic. Talks about like black issues. Talks about like like social issues. Talks about everything you can want to hear an mm-hmm. artist into him. I feel like he's the most underrated right now. Um, Definitely. I love Common. I talked about him a lot. He's one of my favorite Ooh. MCs. Shout out Common. And of course, No Name, Jamila Woods. I love her Heaven album. Because it had like a lot of, yes. and it had a lot of like influences from a lot of like rock albums, like The Cure, and then it had like a lot of like hip hop influences too, like with Saba and Donnell stuff. Jones it. sample. Mm. Oh my god! Oh my, super goodness. dope. Um, then yeah, Chance. Same thing with like um, Alex was saying. I remember I first heard him on Josh Gabino's Royalty 
mixtape. I was like, oh, this guy sounds cool. His voice is kind of annoying, but I really like the song. <laughs> I, I couldn't I couldn't get into it. Then I think around that same time, um, 10 Day Drop. So I kind of went back and listened to it. I was like, this is all right, but I'm not going to like this guy. But I remember the trailer for Acerat came, and in that trailer, he had the um, snippet of um, uh, Push a Man on it. And like, you know how like mm-hmm. it comes in like with the synth and the pianos, like dun 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 uh-huh. like, it just drops. I was like, this is so good. I can't wait for it. Then ever since Acid Rap, I was yeah. like, all right, this this dude, this dude's amazing. Um but yeah, I think that's what of course like Lupe I like a lot too. Um Oh my yeah. god. Yo, Lupe how? was my beginning. Oh How God. did I forget about Lupe? Y'all, forgive me, Lupe. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Lupe was my favorite rapper for years. Yes. Like, for years. Like, uh, man, shout out make, Lupe. Full circle. He's another anime lover. Super, super into I didn't even anime. know that. Yeah. Jason? Yeah. On, a, on his verse in um, Touch the Sky, he said, yes, guess who's on third? Lupe still like Lupin the third. Um, anime reference. Super dope. Dang. so all the Yo. cool kids are doing it is what you're telling me all the cool kids are into it okay into uh, what <laughs> wait what anime, anime. oh okay yeah. sorry i was like wait <laughs> I, got, I was like wait lupe you fucked up the joke <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry um <laughs> but yeah lupe of course super dope guy um a lot of he, he released a project recently with virgil abloh where he was like talking through it and they're kind of talking about um just building like it was a weird project. It was weird. They took my fifty dollar donation. <laughs> Man, that was ridiculous. What people need to fire their PR people for real? Like, oh, got to, got to fifty dollars. What is going on? You can't let Wait. that. You can't let that get out. How? Why did he think that was cool? Is Virgil Abloh from Chicago? I want to say that he is. I, I think don't know so. For fact, but I think he is. Oh, he's from Rockford. Um, oh, okay. No, he well, went to Wisconsin. And what makes me? He's he's Ghanaian too. Really? Yeah. Like, there's so many crossing paths. So, like, damn. <laughs> Give it out fifty dollars. Imagine if your mom saw that Virgil. And what's crazy is the wording. If he would have just fixed the wording, like, I don't know, something that was ridiculous. Uh, my guy. My guy, he was just low on. He was low on money that week. Probably, we all <laughs> been there. We all, all been there, man. <laughs> you know, like when you and all, all been at that spot. We're like, yo, I can only get fifty bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna put eight dollars in a yes, tank this week. But the difference is, <laughs> you are not a quadrillionaire. I mean, unless you are, and I don't know. But <laughs> you, you give fifty dollars. This Yo, podcast. I got my I got my new brand dropping. This, yeah, this podcast brought to you by Soft White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silly. You Silly. guys should definitely do merch. I can see y'all having merch. Short corny kings. Yeah, that's the yes, merch. We we branded that. We have it trademarked. We got a team going. Me and Alex Ooh. are the, the short corny. <laughs> our legal kings. our legal team. <laughs> So that's my stealing. cat and a dude down the street. <laughs> They'll help us out. 
I got a, I got the homie Timothy who was on the wave. He's out. He saw your posts about you getting. Also, first off, shout out to the homie Alex for getting content creator of the week. Yo, can we, can we show some love for that? That's CC wild. of the week. Yes. Yo, <laughs> shout out to the team of Jenny's man. They, they uh, yo, we got a we got a we got a killer team. So they uh they make they make me look. A million times better than I really am. You work at Jenny's? I do. Does he? Tell him who you are. Let her, let her know. <laughs> let her know. Talk your talk. Yo, I just, you know, I be sending I be sending out tweets for Jenny's ice cream company. Okay. Are you um are you Koku's Jenny's plug? Hey, Sometimes. <laughs> he Koku actually here's the thing about Koku. I got I got into my job and I was like, yo, like, man, I can like Koku and I were just starting to become friends. So I was like, man, I can I can impress this guy, like go take him to Jenny's, like find him some ice cream. And then I come to find out he's been doing stuff with my team at Jenny's, like modeling and stuff for years. Already had a basketball. <laughs> Man, I already, already had a resume. I had a, a key card. Work. I already had the five key. I was already in there. <laughs> this man stole my parking spot. <laughs> like, Yo, Koku is Jenny's number one fan. Like uh, number one. I love like it. people. People just knew this man was such a such a fan that he was like in there before I even got there. So, you know what? The, I've gotten to the point where, like, of course I love Jenny's, but now. It's hard for me to eat any other ice cream because people would like bash me. It's like it's like, oh, damn, I caught you, I caught you. It's like, damn, I just wanted a I little snack. <laughs> yeah, I, ca- I caught you one day on your story. You were eating something that wasn't Jenny's, and I was like, bro, how could you do this to me? Jenny's need to give you a flavor. All right, Koku, if you had to have a Jenny's flavor, this is this is my interview. If you had to have a, <laughs> if you had to have a Jenny's flavor, what would it be? We, we kind of talked about this. Um, I think yes, I, yeah. yeah, we I would do it like an autumn inspired flavor, like an apple pie with like apple, like like um crust bits in it, strusel like, bits in it, and stuff like that. Nice mm. cinnamon apple flavor. Yeah, that's Ooh. that's it. That's how I'm coming. I see that for you. I see that. Yo, for you. from your mouth to Jenny's ears, man. Ooh, <laughs> let it let it ring bells. <laughs> <laughs> but Lene, wait, that sounded too sexual. That yeah, that was. Sexual. I try to class. I try to gloss over it. I felt like he got closer to the mic from your mouth. <laughs> I didn't like that. I was just, I was giving my benediction. <laughs> but Lene, thank you so much for coming on today's episode. It was yes. great seeing you again. Great talking to you again. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yo, shout out to. For real. Dope, dope individual. Yoga instructor, anime enthusiast, dope mm-hmm. black woman. Yes. Best the three combos. Do it. Do it. Um, <laughs> do it. <laughs> but go ahead, plug the anime nay. Go go ahead and plug your yeah. YouTube channel. Let them know what they can expect. Yes, you guys. Follow me on Instagram at the underscore anime nay. Also, look me up on YouTube, The Anime Nay. Um, 
talk about all things anime, new stuff that's coming out, things that you should watch. Um, yeah, a bunch of fun stuff coming up. Going to try cosplay for the first time. Mm -hmm. That's coming out. Um, and I'm also, I told Coco about this, I'm starting a new podcast called yes. The Big Titan Talk. Um, so yeah, definitely follow me to look out for that. Um, Big Titan Talk is going to be all about the new season of Attack on Titan that's coming out. So yeah, if y'all are interested in anime, even just a little bit, check it out. You know, um, I, I, re oh, yeah. I, re I started re-watching Attack on Titan because I watched a video on top five scary animes. And I was like, oh, snap, mm -hmm. I got to catch up on Attack on Titan. So, like, she'll get you wooden to watch these shows. I will get you where you need to be. Yes. Okay? Yes. <laughs> yes. But it's been another episode of the Alex and Koku podcast, episode 19. Do we? I don't think we mentioned the episode. It's episode 19. <laughs> episode 19, man. We've been, we've been doing it. Somehow, we made it this far. <laughs> It's been ups and downs. I've been wanting to leave so bad. Sorry, man. Yo, but we stick okay. together. We stick together through thick and thin. Um, you know, through 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 darkness and light. So uh, mm -hmm. thank you all for listening, and uh, thanks for riding with us. If you have any suggestions, ideas, questions for the hosts, let us know. Uh, you can hit me at Lewis Alex Ten on Instagram, Twitter, all the all them things. So holla at me. That's yeah. Good. Yeah, I mean, and you can find me at Kenny Samoa. It's K-E-N-I and Samoa like the cookie. And I'll be here to answer your questions and post insane videos to my stories every day because I <laughs> have no life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Um, peace. <laughs> Bye.